<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, so here's the thing. The Bob Seska Show is almost entirely fueled by our Patreon subscribers. There's no way we could do four-plus shows a week without your generous financial support. So if you like the cut of our jib, please consider signing up for at least $1 a month or $5 a month on our Patreon page. And depending on your pledge, you're going to get all kinds of bonus content from me and my troop of co-hosts. Plus, it's actually the best place to contact me in person as we continue to post exclusive content like our Shadow Docket shows twice per week, as well as the Friday After Party with me and Kimberly Johnson and a commercial-free version of the podcast. So get going. Again, that's bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. And now let the cartoons begin. Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. We'll do it live. Fuck it. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, August 3, 2023, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi there, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 925 of the Biden-Harris administration, 459 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on Instagram and threads at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, spoutable Bob Seska, Patreon page, BobSeskaShow.com. And look, it's the Goth Ninja. It is Jody Hamilton, the executive producer (laughs) of the Stephanie Miller Show. StephanieMiller.com, SexyLiberal.com, FreeSpeech.org. And David Ferguson, we call him T-Rex. His music project is Astral Summer. Patreon.com slash Astral Summer. Lots of funny, interesting, intriguing blog posts over there, too. So go and subscribe. Yeah. Have you been in the last couple days? Have I what? Been to the Patreon the last couple days. No, I have not. I have not. What's going on? Oh, there's just a, a, a beautiful French song that I, with the help of Google Translate and my French English dictionary, I have translated into English. And then Dave and I were practicing it. And I was like, let's take a video. And we're like out on his uh, big deck. Deck. Not <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. sitting on Dave's big deck. Whoops. And, yeah. Um, mm. yeah. And we uh, played it for the, for the blog people. But awesome. I'm very pleased with how it's come out. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. And... Uh, it's exciting to be able to perform it. Is that English. a free presentation or do you have to subscribe to look at it? Nope, it's free. Oh, wow. See, now the thing with Patreon, though, is you want to charge people eventually. <laughs> you want to give everything yeah. away. That's kind of the I idea. Know. I just want as many people to hear me sing as possibly can. But, you know. Okay, well, sure. That makes sense. Patreon.com slash Astral Summer. Exactly. And I'm going to put a link in the description as I always do. So what you do is in the description, when you see David's name, click on the name. Same with Jody. When you see her name, click on that name, too. And it brings you to her things. So, and, and his <laughs> All things. my dings. All, All my your dings. dings. More dings. 
<laughs> okay, so holy shit, Donald Trump is going to be arraigned today at 4 yes. p.m. Eastern Time. Whee! Happy arraignment day to all who celebrate. Yes, yes exactly. Indeed. Happy arrestmas. That's it. That's it. Donald Trump is being arrested today. Yeah. For what is this? The third time so far. Something like that. <laughs> Seventy-eight felony charges and counting. Mm-hmm. You want to recap before we get into the latest round of indictments because all of that happened uh, right after Tuesday's show. Naturally. <laughs> because it always happens. Thank that you, way. by the way, for doing the show so that we could get the indictments. You're welcome. Yes. I'm here to protect and serve. Uh, <laughs> here are the 78 felony charges across three criminal cases so far. The hush money payments to a porn star was more like uh, falsifying business records and so on. Financial fraud. That's Mm -hmm. 34 charges for falsifying business records. Maximum prison time, four years. Uh, Handling of classified documents, 32 counts, 32 charges Mm -hmm. for willful retention of national secrets, six for obstruction of justice, two for false statements. Those particular charges carry 10 years, 20 years, and five years, respectively. <laughs> I, by the way, I'm pumping this into my veins right now. I've got a drip over here on the side through a needle, <laughs> and it's just running into my system right now, and I'm enjoying every second of it. Plus, uh, attempt to overturn the 2020 election, two charges for obstructing the official proceeding, one for conspiracy against the right to vote and one for defrauding the United States. The first set of charges, maximum prison time, 20 years. Next set of charges, 10 years. And the final set of charges, five years. (laughs) And the judge he drew is very good at giving harsh sentences to people that were involved in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Yeah. And as a woman of color, yay, mm -hmm. hallelujah, black woman judge. Yep. Exactly right. So how many years could he potentially face here? Four plus... 11 billion. 10 plus 20. I'm doing the math here quick. Five, 20 plus 10 plus five. That'd be 74 years. Yep. That he faces if he receives the maximum sentences. Mm-hmm. 74 years. That's almost as many years as Donald Trump's been kicking around the planet. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frankly, I'm a little looking forward to the spectacle of America's first presidential candidate to run for office wearing an ankle monitor bracelet. The Republicans are about to nominate for a second time a guy who faces 74 years in prison if he gets the maximum sentencing for 78 different felony charges so far with Fulton County, Georgia still to come. Plus, he's uh, what, lost the popular vote in 2016, lost the midterms, lost Congress in 2018, lost his re-election campaign in 2020, mm-hmm. lost the midterms again in 2022, was impeached twice, has been uh, found liable for raping E. Jean Carroll. He had negative job growth during his one pathetic term. In his last year in office, he presided over the deaths of 400,000 Americans. Why? Because he slow-walked the response to COVID with the 2024 election in mind. While at the same time trying 2020. to... 2020. 2020. Did I say 2024? I meant 2020. While at the same time trying to extort Zelensky in Ukraine in order to investigate Joe Biden, his political rival at the time. And that's just for starters. This is the guy that they're trying to nominate for president again. This shows you how horrendously weak the Republican bench is going into 2024. Because in addition to 
going ahead and nominating Donald Trump or on the verge of nominating Donald Trump, all of these other candidates can't even come close to him. They can't even come close to the guy who presided over negative job growth and watched as 400,000 Americans died. Corpses being loaded into uh, tractor trailers and refrigerated uh, trucks behind hospitals because there were so many. That's their guy. I was joking the other day on the Stephanie Miller show. I was <laughs> quoting that Seinfeld thing with George Costanza wanting to be the latex salesman for Vandalay Industries. And he's laying there sprawled out on the floor with his pants down. Jerry walks in and says, so you want to be our latex salesman? This is the guy. <laughs> I'm just astonished by that. So there's not going to be a mugshot today, but Georgia. bonus, there's a rumor going around. I don't know if you saw this, Jody, but uh, that there will be a mugshot when Georgia charges yeah, drop. That's the rumor. And you know, he's going to uh, uh, campaign finance, you know, he's going to get money for it. But you know what? I would download that in the New York Minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what they're going to use today is I think they're going to use a uh, pre existing photograph of Donald Trump. And I Trump. find that weird because they're like, well, you know, he's already really famous. And like, so was Michael Jackson. Yeah. And he had a mugshot. So was Hugh Grant. Mugshot. I mean, Winona Ryder, mugshot. I can keep going on and on and on. Michael Jackson arguably was the most famous human on the planet when oh, he yeah. had to have a mugshot. But they're so unfair to Trump, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad how unfair they are to Donald Trump. He's going to walk in there and then he's going to walk out. And then he's going to go back to playing golf at Bedminster. That's what's fucked up. Dino Badala had a, in his substack saying, no, he should be held without bail because he is a continuing threat to society. Yes, of course. And a flight risk. Yeah. yeah and a flight risk. Yeah. I mean, if you had the means to leave the country, yeah. if you had your own jet that you could mm -hmm. get onto and leave the country to avoid the possibility of mm -hmm. upwards of 74 years in prison. Of course, mm -hmm. Donald Trump would end up dying in prison within about... Well, hopefully a, a short period of time, yeah. but 74 years. I, and, and what he's doing is so interesting because now he's saying, well, they're really coming for you, Red Hats. Uh -huh. I'm yeah. just in the way. He had, a, he had a trough this morning that said, one more indictment and I'll be reelected. <laughs> That's right. He gets a free toaster oven. He, I mean, you know, the thing is, what he's doing here is he's blaming the Red Hats for his own fuck up. He's uh -huh. trying to make it seem as if, well, this is your fault. That you're who they're coming after. And I'm just here trying to run interference like a rodeo clown. <clears throat> and th that's his excuse. And everyone's going, yeah, exactly right. I'm to blame. And you, Donald, you're just standing in the way of them coming for me. That's how. See, that's once again, it's projection. Of course. Because you look at, like, you know, uh, Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman. Uh-huh. And, I mean, they really did come for average people in the Trump yeah. administration. All yeah. they had to do was put your name up there and you get death threats and stalkers and harassment for the entire foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. And it's, I, it's, so it's like this whole idea that we're coming for the Red Hats. No, no. We're coming for people who broke the fucking law. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an extension of what they've been saying, which is that uh, if they can do this to Donald Trump, they can do that to you, which I find to be so offensive because, first of all, the FBI conducts pre-dawn raids and the Department of Justice arrests people on a routine basis. I mean, tens of thousands per year. Uh, in addition, most people don't get the latitude Donald Trump is receiving in all this. They do get right. mug shots. They do yep. get held without bond. They do they don't get multiple chances to turn over the documents. Right. Thank you. And they seldom get a chance to go off and play golf at their goddamn golf resorts. 
so Donald Trump gets all kinds of special treatment, all kinds of latitude, despite the fact that he's committing conspiracy to commit fraud against the United States. He conspired, allegedly, to deprive people of their right to vote. And that's just for starters. That's not even considering the fact that he's also being charged for espionage Mm -hmm. due to the (laughs) Mar-a-Lago documents theft. (sighs) Staggering. And this is the only guy that they can find to run for president against Joe Biden in 2024. This is what I can't figure. If you're a Republican, aren't you like, it's my turn. You know, like, surely it's there. someone in that party is like, we've, this guy's a fucking piece of shit, and we mm-hmm. need to knock him down and get him out of the way so some of the rest of us can move forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and why. all they have to do is tell the truth about him. It's not like they have to be creative or inventive. All they have to do is just say, the guy's a piece of shit. He's a total phony. Look at his hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's one of the reasons why Mike Pence is so pissed off. Mike Pence's testicles apparently descended finally. And he, he was supposed to be next in line. Well, yes, of course. He was the vice president. And you know what? I mean, we all think Mike Pence is awful, and that's absolutely true. He conspired with Donald Trump. Sure he stood did. up to Trump in the end, but I mean, he was a cohort throughout all those years. The other, yeah, and- he presided over the, the unbelievable caseload increase of HIV infections in Indiana. Yes, of course. Were, yeah, because he shut down I mean, all those clinics. <sighs> So here's Mike Pence. Let's be clear on this point. It wasn't just that they asked for a pause. Uh, the president uh, specifically asked me and his gaggle of, uh, of crackpot lawyers asked <laughs> me to literally reject votes, to, which would have resulted in, uh, in the issue being turned over to the House of Representatives and literally chaos would have ensued. Wow. I guess a bit of a round of applause there for referring to Donald Trump's lawyers as crackpot lawyers. That's like an obscenity. That's like a four-letter word in Mike Pence's uh, oh, yeah. world, don't you think? Maybe like, he skipped his last round of Botox and his whole brain is limbering up or something. I don't know. <laughs> he had a point. I mean, he really spent the whole Trump administration acting like a potted philodendron. That's right. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, he had to put $5 in the swear jar because he used the word crackpot. Because <laughs> yeah. it's an obscenity in uh, Mike Pence's house. So he's pissed off. You know, Mike Pence should be the front runner. I mean, he's the former vice president, right? That's usually tradition, next in line. But he's not. And, you know, fine. I'm fine with that. I just think at some point the Republican Party is going to go, hang on a second, what are we doing? And and they're like, is this the guy? Okay, I guess this is the guy. I don't know. John Fuglesan seemed to think it was going to be an interesting Republican convention uh, next July 15. When that starts, I, I don't know. I, I just think they're gonna like go. Said, they're gonna dance news. merrily back into Donald Trump's pocket. That's just gonna be the thing. When does their reptilian survival instinct kick in? Yeah, you that's know, a good like, question. I, yeah. I don't think so. I, I think their reptilian survival instincts believe that Donald Trump is their only chance. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. Which is again, it's amazing. I wrote a whole piece for the banter this week about. Uh, just laying out all the big ticket things, all the awful things from Donald Trump, including all the criminal charges, including his record while he was in office. And so th- this is their guy. I, I just can't I believe know, this is their guy. It. At some point, they're going to have to rethink this, maybe. But I don't know. I think they're going to try anyway because they're still believing the polls, which yeah. is a dumb thing to do. Especially it's, it's this like, time. 
crack or crystal meth or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, they're like addicted to it and they know it's hurting them and they know they should stop. Mm-hmm. But they get that hate rush. Right. Yep. You know? Well, they all lined up to defend Donald Trump as soon as those charges dropped the other day. And we've got a whole conga line of them here. Like, for example, little Marco thinks that this is about free speech, towing the party line. That's the big uh, counterpoint to the charges. Oh, he's, he's just exercising his right to free speech, don't you know? So here's it's what- It's not the, like they didn't knock that out on the second page of the fucking indictment. Yeah, no kidding. It like, was on yeah, the, he's free to say whatever the fuck he wants. He yeah. can say that he shits kangaroos <laughs> if he wants to. <laughs> That's why he wears but, the diapers, to catch all the kangaroos. There you go. Yeah. So Marco Rubio tweeted this. He said, apparently it is now a crime to make statements challenging a election results if a prosecutor decides those statements aren't true. He didn't read it. He said, so when should we expect indictments of the Democrat politicians who falsely claimed Russia hacked the 2016 election? Uh, and then they put, they put a reader's note, a reader, a, even Elon's Twitter called out uh, little Marco here. They said, uh, this week's criminal indictments of former President Trump explicitly state that it is not a crime to challenge elections or to make false statements about them. The indictments allege Trump and co-conspirators took actions, actions to commit fraud and to impede government functions. And so that's that. Marco Rubio shot down by Elon Here, Musk's. I'm going to reread his tweet in the original language. Okay. <laughs> that's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> that's so much more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so well, much. Get ready, David, because next up is Eric Trump. No, my name is Eric. <laughs> Someone decided to give Eric Trump a microphone and a, <laughs> and a camera to oh, talk God. with Jesse Waters on Jesse Waters' stupid, stupid show with his stupid, stupid, smirky face. Yeah. We're going to pick this apart a little bit, so we'll be stopping and starting. And, and Jesse, let me, yeah. let me just tell you one thing. Sure. My father cannot wait to take discovery on these people. <laughs> there are a lot of questions. about. Okay, we're going to stop right there. Good luck with that. Yeah. What are you trying to do? What are you, are you trying to screw your own dad? Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Discovery? We're going to take Discovery? You really want to do that, Eric, you numbskull? <laughs> he wants to do Discovery. Well, because my dad's got nothing to hide, don't you know? <laughs> Boy, that's perfect. Yeah, that's- except in the bathroom and the ballroom. Yeah. And the- <laughs> yeah. Just walking right into the propeller yeah. over and over again. Oh. I tweeted earlier, uh, Donald Trump is so similar to Walter White from Breaking Bad, constantly trying to wiggle out of predicaments. And in the process of wiggling out, he creates all new predicaments. Then he's got to lie and make up shit to wiggle out of those predicaments. And then he gets himself into more predicaments from those lies. It's just this ongoing cavalcade of fuck ups that he has to constantly go back and fix, thereby creating more fuck ups. Mm-hmm. And here's Eric Trump, this unforgivable dummy, showing up on Fox News saying, yes, Discovery, let's hear everything. About January 6th, trust me. Yeah. How about all the videotapes? How about all the FBI agents that were in there? There's a lot of questions. I mean, why? Okay, we're going to stop right there. Why can I hear his gums? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that for a second. There's nothing in these indictments having to do with the invasion of the Capitol. No. 
That's not what this is about. This is not about the insurrection itself. This is about Donald Trump conspiring with people around him, these other lawyers, these six other lawyers, and attempting to conspire with Mike Pence. Mike Pence wouldn't have anything to do with it. But this was the conspiracy to get Mike Pence to obstruct the certification of the electoral vote. And that was the plan. This has nothing to do with the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and beating uh, D.C. Capitol Police over the head with American flagpoles mm-hmm. and Trump flags. This has nothing to do with any of that. Why Except is it- the bear spray. Well, yes, of course. But here, <laughs> this is the, the point they're trying to make here is they're trying to tell their supporters what they want the supporters to believe about these indictments. They're just trying to put their own spin on what the indictments are so that all of their people are operating under the misapprehension that this is about January. This is about the invasion of the Capitol when it's absolutely not. So they'll go around saying, oh, well, this is about the invasion of the Capitol. Why don't we look at the videotape? All right, let's get back to Dum uh, Dum here. FBI agents that were in there. There was a lot of questions. I mean, why didn't they call up the 10,000 National Regard, you know, reserve troops? That my- why do they call up the 10,000 National Regard? Maybe they call it the 10,000 National it's so much spit. I can't take it. He called them the National Regard. Yeah. <laughs> the National Regard. Call up the 10,000 National Regard, you know, reserve troops that my father. <laughs> he gets it from his dad. He gets it from his dad. I don't know how to say words. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That it's has so funny. They all love to talk so much, and they're about as good at that as they are as, like, at sitting. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it, why can't you do this like a normal person? I don't understand yeah. what's happening with your train of thought, Eric. It's just, well, first of all, at Eric Trump's train of thought, all the cars are empty. Yeah. Um, but it's going off the rails. Well, I hope uh, Donald Trump's lawyers do present the information about the National Regard. <laughs> That'll be a, a get-out-of-jail-free card for Donald Trump, talking about the National Regard. That'll really work. Because mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with whether he called up the National Regard or anything else that had to do with the invasion of the Capitol. Nothing to do with any of that. But there they are, and they want to be our latex salesmen. All right, we continue here. Mm-hmm. You know, approved. Why didn't they do that? They what else is they- why didn't they do that? Because it has nothing to do with the charges. That's why. Right. Doofus. Behind the scenes. They might regret fast-tracking this trial before the election. We'll see how it shakes out. Okay, yes. Keep wishing. This is like listening to uh, Ann Coulter talk to Laura Ingram. I mean, they're they're fucking... (laughs) I'm an alpha male! You know, it's just... (laughs) What is... I don't know. Why are your voices so high? Okay, next up. Tom Cotton. This is another... Oh, that asshole. Another idiot. Was that out loud? Finally, I want to point out that every time... A Republican has won the presidency in this century. The Democrats tried to stop the certification of that victory. Yet none of them face criminal charges over what is obviously First Amendment protected activity. Okay. When did we storm the Capitol? I was never. I mean, yeah, exactly. No I one. I think I was washing my hair that day. Right. No one violently invaded Congress in 2001 or 2005 or 2017. No one engaged in a conspiracy with DOJ officials. No one manufactured a fake elector scheme, stripping millions of their right to vote. No one extorted a foreign nation to investigate a rival, mm-hmm. and no one refused to concede. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Tom Cotton thinks that what the Democrats did are chargeable offenses. So what does that say about Donald Trump? These people, my God, what are they trying to do? It sounds like in a a backdoor way, they're trying to get Donald Trump convicted. 
They're just not helping. And if you're Donald Trump or Donald Trump's representation, his lawyers, I'd be calling up Tom Cotton and especially Eric Trump and saying, "Eh, sit down, Scooter. Don't go on TV anymore. Stop talking in my defense because you're not helping at all. Ah, shit. Okay. So that was uh, Tom Cotton. Next up, Sean Hannity says the indictment doesn't contain any criminal statutes. Another basso profundo voice. <laughs> yeah. Sean Hannity. I know. Anyway. How do these guys end up with broadcasting careers with these voices? He and Mark Levin. It's just oh amazing. And Laura Ingram. It's like uh, they all have voices for mime. <laughs> Faces for radio and voices for pantomime. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Let us be very clear at the start here tonight. This is an incredibly weak, baseless, convoluted indictment. It is bizarrely centered around what is clearly protected speech. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's right on page two. Yes. They're not trying to manufacture a loophole in the First Amendment. That's not a thing in any of this. But again, they don't care about that. All they are doing is presenting to their audience the bullshit counter-narrative. They got faxes from Roger Ailes from the other side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they get their talking points at, you know, 7.30 in the morning and march forward going, okay, First Amendment, it's his First Amendment rights, let's go, up two, one, two, First Amendment, you're violating it. It's just, God damn it. That's right. And then uh, Roger Ailes goes and sexually harasses some other ghosts, right, <laughs> after, after he's done with that. But yeah, this is a complete misdirect with this whole freedom of speech nonsense. Bill it's, Barr already knocked it off the table. Yeah, we're like going. We've got. Today. Yeah, I've got okay, a couple of. Co- yeah, a couple yeah. of Bill Barr uh, clips well, for sure. Oh the, yeah, the First uh, Amendment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. <laughs> yeah. Protect crimes. It's yeah. it's an awkward thing hearing Bill Barr when he's right. That's mm-hmm. we're going to get to that in just a second. So here's uh, more of Sean Hannity. Zero criminal statutes because there are none that were applicable that are actually written into law. No. Okay, oh well, that's where we stop. <laughs> that's where we oh stop. Oh my god. It's Ugh. it's it's on the first page. Mhm. 18 U.S. Code 371, 18 U.S. Code 1512K, 18 U.S. Code 1512C22. 18 U.S. Code 241. Those are the four criminal statutes noted in the indictment. But it's, again, it's the Mm. counter-narrative. If this is about free speech, this is emphasizing the persecution aspect of all of this. Like, Donald Trump is a victim of people wanting to silence him. When, in fact, this has everything to do with Donald Trump's actions, not his words, necessarily. And on top of that, by the way, they are absolutely going to show consciousness of guilt. They're going to show that Donald Trump knew that he was lying. Mm -hmm. And they're going to go to Mike Pence's contemporaneous notes. They're going to go, I bet Mark Meadows is going to be in on that too. What I want to know is if they have tapes. Because as we've Mm. seen with the Mar-a-Lago documents case, there were tapes. Because Donald Trump cannot shut the fuck up. Donald Trump is constantly incriminating himself. Why? Because he likes the spotlight. And if someone's there with a camera or a tape recorder, he's got to be in on that. Because that brings him attention. That means he's performing. It's a self-screwing is what that all is. It is based on an obscure law from the Civil War. Okay, so now he said there were no criminal statutes. None. 
in the indictment, but now it's based except on an obscure one. law. Except that one, right? <laughs> Wait till they hear about what century the Second Amendment was ratified. Yeah. Then, oh yeah. my God, doesn't that go way back to the 18th century? That was way before the Civil War. That was four score and something years ago prior to the Civil War. It doesn't matter because the people watching Fox News Channel are dum-dums. They have no idea. No idea whatsoever. Oh, it's a Civil War thing. I guess that doesn't apply. Laws don't matter prior to or during the Civil War. God, what about the fucking Bible then? Well, yeah, this is yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, thank that, you. That shit's a fucking mill- two millennia old, too. <laughs> That's right. That Civil War statute shouldn't apply. And you know what told me that? A 2,000-year-old book. All right, let's finish Sean Hannity. So, let's be even more clear. Oh, this yeah, is- like that was totally crystal clear, what he just said after contradicting himself. Indictment is frankly not worth the paper that it's printed on. This is a political persecution through and through. Okay, sure. That's what everyone's saying, Sean Hannity. I guess that's why you make the big bucks for saying the exact same thing. Everyone, everyone of the blue check on Twitter has been barfing into the social media platform, you know, since the indictments were handed down. Okay, so what else do we have here? Oh, we've got a Rudy Giuliani meltdown about the indictments. That's still to come. Charlie. It's despicable. It's despicable. That's exactly yeah. Charlie Kirk melting down. Mm-hmm. But I mean, these charges are, I mean, when it comes right down to it, this really does strike at the very heart of what we consider democracy Yeah. in terms of the people voting and there being a result. This, yeah. is, we're, this is in Russia. You know, Putin doesn't get, you know, you don't get to just reelect yourself again and again. Right. And that's the thing I want to ask the Republicans. You guys know, if he gets in power, none of you get a turn. Like, he will be there, and then he will put his kids in, and then, you know, it's just going to be, like, an emperor. Yep. And you will, none of you will, you will all be courtiers forever. Is that what yep. you want? They, you know what? They do. They do want that. What they want is someone just like them to become president and then to never leave so that they don't have to ever deal with liberals ever again. That's what they're thinking. Like, the liberal agenda, or the progressive agenda, as Bill Barr calls it, is so dangerous that we must eliminate it. You know, liberalism with its inclusion and empathy and social safety net. No actual threat to you whatsoever. It's (laughs) the problem. It's like, I wish we were the terrifying, you know, uh, lynching (laughs) communists, like murderous, gun-toting, you know, like, I mean, because... Yeah, I, was, I wish I told people during the Obama administration, I was like, I wish I lived under the president that the Republicans think we do. This, you know, because <laughs> right. it would. Uh, yeah, but, I know. Yeah. I know. But the thing is, is most of the people, or I would say a considerable portion of the people who are supporting Donald Trump and who hate the progressive agenda are routinely availing themselves of the progressive agenda. Food stamps, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Mm-hmm. These are all things that come directly like. out of the progressive agenda of the last 50, 60 years. Yeah. But, oh, we must stop this. We must stop it. Why trans people something, something, something? <laughs> okay, we've got lots more still to come on the show. The aforementioned Charlie Kirk meltdown, Rudy Giuliani's meltdown. Lots of meltdowns here on the show, plus Bill Barr destroying Donald Trump's defense in two parts. Yep. I mean, that shows you how much of a big deal it is. Bill Barr in two parts. 
Lots of meltdowns and lots of gums, because we have Charlie Kirk coming, folks. (laughs) That's right. Trump was repeatedly told there wasn't any substance to the conspiracy theories. We'll talk about that. Plus, uh, Trump allies were charged with tampering with voting machines. More Republican election fraud. And, oh, speaking of Rudy Giuliani, the Barfy sexual harassment lawsuit. Ew! Ew! Lots of gross things and anti-Semitic things. In in all of this. (laughs) Yeah, ooh, David. Ooh, David. (laughs) All right, uh, back with more show right after these words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Bob Seska! song called Dumb and Down. It's the lead track of our brand new album. Brand new album is called Tex-Centric. I'm looking at it right here. I have an actual physical copy. Hail, hail physical media. Not only do I have a physical copy, but guess what? It's autographed by Marina Rocks herself. And it's got a little drawing, a little stick figure drawing. Love Marina Rocks. So go, go get this album now, Tech-Centric. Link in the description under this episode at bobseska.com. Just go to bobseska.com, find this episode dated 8323. Click on that link, scroll on down, and find uh, all the links for the independent recording artists on today's show. Plus, bobseska.com slash music to submit your work to me. So run, don't walk, go and do that. Okay, where do we leave off here? Um, I don't have the Rudy. Eye. Yeah, Rudy, or yeah. Uh, let's get to uh, another guy with large protruding gums. Charlie Kirk mm. with his little, like, horror movie baby teeth. And his arms that drag the ground. The dumbest man in politics. Year in and year out. This guy is it. So Charlie Kirk tweeted this in reaction to the indictments when they were handed down. And don't panic. They only have 670,000 views. 
<sighs> there is no meritocracy. Okay. This indictment is the culmination of the biggest power grab in American history. <laughs> it's a good thing he's not hyperbolic, is it? The left lost the 2016 election. It caused a psychotic break, shattering their assumption they would permanently win every time for the rest of history. No, no, there was never an no. assumption. Because <laughs> you know, and that was the thing with uh, Tom Cotton when he said every Republican president that's been elected this century, I expect him to say, oh, "Lost the popular vote." Yeah, <laughs> but, thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. But no, we go into every single election expecting to lose. Yeah. Every election is the most important election <laughs> of our time, and mainly because we're like, oh shit. Because what? they keep shitting bigger and bigger turds into our lives. Into our punch bowl, yeah. us to try to flush away with our vote. So he continues by saying, rather than blame themselves, they blamed fake news and disinformation. Well, that's true. That's been verified. In fact, uh, four guys from the Internet Research Agency in St. Petersburg, Russia, have now been further sanctioned by the Treasury Department. I just thought I'd pass that along. You know, the people who were pumping disinformation into all the social media platforms Thank you very much, Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey. Yeah. And then uh, Charlie Kirk says, for the, for the next seven years, they invested tens of millions of dollars into building an army of think tankers. Tens of millions of dollars. Millions and millions. University researchers and intelligence community, and that's in quotes, intelligence community parasites, all to declare that the First Amendment was null and void. That's untrue. That disinformation was now a crime. Well, it is if you're interfering in our election this is a mad lib. overseas. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised. Like, like a, it's like he took six Adderall and did a mad lib. <laughs> <laughs> well, there aren't enough references to the word fart in there. So it was a mad yeah. lib, and Charlie Kirk is clearly six years old. Every noun would be the word fart because that's every child's mad lib, isn't it? So the First Amendment was null and void. That disinformation was now a crime. And then they are the ones who get to determine what's true or not. Now this army of petty tyrants claims the right to prosecute whoever they want, including a former president, for any reason on the grounds of stopping disinformation. And all I have to say to that is... Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows which side of his bread is buttered. He's like, we can't stop disinformation. That's my career. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, they are it's so... It's like, no, we don't get to decide what's true. To, uh, reality does that. Like, that's the facts do that. Exactly. Well, the serious aspect of all of this is people like Charlie Kirk have to talk like this because they have built a billion dollar business model around this kind of incendiary rhetoric, this kind of divisive nonsense. This is their product talking like this. And that's what makes this all so nefarious. When you've got an entire movement, a political movement based around billions and billions in profit making, mm -hmm. of course they're never going to back down because what are they right. going to do? Put themselves out of business? No, never. That's why I keep thinking over and over again, like, what is required to push back against this movement? How can you tamp this down to the point where it's no longer a constant existential threat to democracy and stability? I don't know. Maybe we could make a transdermal patch. <laughs> <laughs> That's charged right. with adrenaline and hate, right? And just like <laughs> slap it on there and be like, go watch General Hospital Kids. Right, and right. eventually they'll detox. Well, if you thought Charlie Kirk's meltdown was rough, 
Uh, here's Matt Gates. Matt Gates says Republicans should demand Jack Smith testify in 15 days, subpoena him if he doesn't, hold him in contempt if he ignores the subpoena, impeach Garland if he doesn't enforce that contempt, and immunize Trump while doing all of that. And, all and make to- every day Christmas, and I want unlimited expense budget at Men's Warehouse, and... <laughs> Uh, Matt, to, to go put some ice on your forehead, yeah. your huge, burning, angry forehead. Well, you forgot uh, that Matt Gates also wants jetpacks made of beef. So. <laughs> hey! We're grown-ups. We're in our 50s. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all wow. three of us. Professional comedians, folks. All three of us wow. are in our 50s. We are more than half a century old. I believe I'm older than both of you, so wow. That's true. Did you make a fart noise with the jetpack? Always. Okay, we'll see. There you go. I'm an you adult. Are- I can do that. As well as being our spiritual leader and, hey, what do you know, the executive producer of The Stephanie Miller Show. Did That's you guys exactly know that? That's exactly right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> She's a big wig. Oh, yeah. By the way, Matt Gates. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm trying to just, the whole idea of Matt Gates trying to give uh, Jack Smith orders just makes yeah. me, like. <laughs> I know. It's like Jack Smith would just, like, look up from what he was reading and glare and just, and Matt Gates would just disappear in ashes and, you yeah, know, like, yeah. killer yeah, Jack, assault. Jack Smith has quite the stare. Yeah, he does. But, you know, Jesse Waters was trying to make it seem as if he was quivering and sweaty what? and panicked. That guy? And, no, yeah, no. of course. Yeah, it's just insane. I mean, that's just the most ridiculous spin. It's like, who do you believe, me or your lying eyes? Yeah. Oh, look at Jack Smith like, quaking in his boots. He's like Don Knotts up there. What? No, he didn't say Don Knotts, but I mean, okay, he may that would have been funny. But, <laughs> he's like Barney Fife. Yeah. <laughs> I had this bass player that actually bore kind of a passing resemblance to Don Knotts. Oh, really? And, yeah. <laughs> he was in his snit one night at practice, and I looked over at him, and I was like, are you going to play tonight, Matt, or are you just going to stand there and stare at me like Don Knotts Chihuahua? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was mad. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, here, I, actually, I actually have a clip. You want to hear a clip of Jack Smith's statement uh, yeah. the other yes. day when he was announcing the indictments? Here we go. Now, men, <laughs> I have just one thing to say. Now, there won't be room for any mistakes out there. One mistake is one too many. And you'll each be on your own. There'll There'll be be no Molly Coddling. (laughs) That badge means something. Don't any of you disgrace it. I won't, sir. Did you have permission to talk? No, sir. What's your badge number? He's got a look. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, three. Watch it. <laughs> now listen, men, and listen good. There's liable to be trouble out there today. We're liable to have folks among us who are here, here for, for more than, than just a good, good time, if you know what I mean. You know that too well, Bob. Now, the minute it looks Seriously. like there's going to be trouble, we, we got, got to nip it. Nip it in the bud. Uh, Jack Smith, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yo, it's so weird to me to know. It's like Andy Griffith, like Mayberry is like, that's like part of North Carolina that I am from. 
Yeah. That's where the hillbillies and like my dad actually sometimes kind of sounds like Andy Griffith. And so it's really? weird to me that like that's like y'all are watching my home movies or something, you know, <laughs> from my embarrassing childhood. Oh, you know, that's like, so sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. wouldn't it be nice if Mayberry were an actual place in the South? I mean, there are yeah. there's still towns like that, aren't there? It probably there? No. was, but then all the business went to Mexico and overseas, and now it's like meth and opioids. I mean, really, like, yeah. the town that I was born in has been economically like nuked Ugh. since I, I mean, it was a thriving, it was a place where there, the big wide spot in the Dan River where all the mills could do textiles and mm-hmm. had, you know, a fresh supply of river water and they, all those jobs went to Mexico in the 80s when people started to unionize. And because of deregulation, the businesses didn't even bother to retrain anyone in there as they bugged out for other jobs, you know what I mean? So then there's all this economic resentment that's blamed on Democrats <laughs> and not on the corporate interests and the Republicans who enabled them. Okay, well, that's a whole different subject, but, you know, suffice to say, we've got to nip it, nip it in the bud. (laughs) (laughs) Nip it! (laughs) You really do know that too well, Bob. Yeah, you'll each be on your own. There'll be no Molly Coddling. All right, Bob, when you and Kimberly visit, I'll take you to Mr. Knotts' gravesite. Oh, that would be wonderful. Nice. Wh- which which cemetery is it? He's at uh, Pierce Brothers in uh, Westwood, where my sister is and where Dean Martin is and where uh, all sorts of people are. Okay, yeah. Marilyn Monroe is there. I mean, all sorts of people are there. What is, is it Forest Lawn? Is that another cemetery out there? Because that's where- Yes, it's not far from me at all. It's, yeah. it's uh, near Warner Brothers. Yeah, Forest Lawn is another one where a lot of celebrities are buried, including uh, Ernie Kovacs. So I'd love and to- And Ernie I- Anderson. Oh, yeah, see? Now there's another one I got to visit. Plus Kovacs. All the right. rehab that's like where a lot of the people that go to some of the meetings I go to uh, are currently enrolled is called Serenity Grove. And that totally sounds like a pet cemetery to me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, kids. Let's go get Fluff. Let's go visit Fluffy's grave at Serenity Grove. Yeah. Well, I, I hear Jerry Stiller <laughs> saying it's Serenity Grove. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani had another meltdown. I've got my finger hovering over the lighten up, Francis Clifford. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> All right, here's Rudy Giuliani totally flipping his shit with uh, Botox victim Eric Bowling on one of the other copycat networks. Man, I guess you have to be careful what you say. He still is the the special uh, investigator, the special prosecutor. I, you know, I'm, I kind of long ago you know, yours and, and others' future. Long ago, stop being careful, and I didn't worry. I don't worry about the Jack Smiths of this world. Yeah, uh, I have a chapter like in my. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think something's going on with Rudy health-wise. Yeah, yeah. Books yeah. yeah. called alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. It could just be the shakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be a thing. I don't worry about the Jack Smiths of this world. Uh, I have a chapter in my book called "Stand Up to Bullies." So here's what I say to Jack No, he's crying, Smith. guys. He's, he's, his own reference to his own book is making him cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, when you just hear the audio of it, mm-hmm. it, it it's just, for some reason, a little bit of my empathy was triggered there. Like, oh, he's so sad he's being bullied. But then I realized, oh, yeah. shut the fuck up, you goddamn exploitative dick. Yep. Because what he's doing, he's just trying to wiggle out of legal jeopardy, and he's going to use whatever levers he can to do that, to convince the rubes and the suckers to continue to support him, even though he helped Donald Trump in this conspiracy. What if Rudy Giuliani was co-conspirator number one in the new indictments? No wonder he's flipping out. Yeah. But He's also an Italian alcoholic, and everything is a fucking night at the opera. Yeah, yeah. Trust me on this one. If you've ever lived with one, as I have, uh, it mm. is... Uh, 
Uh, the mawkish. I mean, he will cycle through all five stages of grief before he passes out. At some point, he's going to go, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia! It's like, it's like an Italian opera. Um, After the Supreme Court threw out your case, which is, should, should, should have been a disgrace, and you should have gone and found another profession because you don't belong in this one. This one will be your legacy. Okay, he's holding up the indictments right now, is what he's doing. He's holding up the, all the pages. He's going for the high E. He's Pavarotti right now. He's like, <laughs> okay, all right, right. He's got the clown suit on. Is that it? It's Don Giovanni, the Mozartian tragedy. You know, like he's just like reached Act Three, and he's this is his aria. Oh God! No one has suffered like me. You know, like yeah. this one will be your legacy, violating the right of free speech of an American citizen. No, never mind whether he was president or not. It could be anybody. It could be a homeless person. You don't get to violate people's First Amendment rights, Smith. No matter who the hell you are, or no matter how sick you are with Trump derangement syndrome. And this isn't the Very first time you've acted like an unethical lawyer. It should be the last. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> you know what they say, if the facts are on your side, bang on the facts. If the law is on yeah. your side, bang on the law. If neither is on your side, bang on the table. Yep. <laughs> right. What did you say, Jody, there at the tail end of that? He's very mad at the table. Yeah, he is. He's excruciatingly very mad. mad Just beating the shit out of the table. We've got more Rudy Giuliani news coming you up, by the way. You can't take me, Seth! So if you're feeling you're bad, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're at all feeling bad, and I know how we liberals think sometimes, if you're feeling bad about Rudy, well, we're going to disabuse you of that bad feeling here in just a few minutes. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Bill Barr. Bill Barr destroyed Donald Trump's defense in two parts on CNN. I love this. <laughs> I love this too much. But he still both sides did at one point. He's talked about Hunter Biden's case being dropped. So, you know. He can go fuck off. Oh, yeah. Well, he's always got to do that. He's got to preserve his standing as a good Republican, right? That's what he's he's done that time and time well, again. that was also his pet project. I yeah. mean, wasn't it him who brought back this compromised hard drive from Russia that supposedly yeah. was, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, here we go. This is uh, Bill Barr going nuts, <laughs> as far as Bill Barr can go nuts, on CNN the other day. He's citing John Eastman as this constitutional scholar, but we know in the indictment, I mean, it says Trump was ignoring your advice, that of other senior Justice Department officials, Pat Cipollone, the White House counsel, the director of national intelligence. I mean, is it a credible defense to say he was just listening to John Eastman? You know, I don't think that that dog is going to hunt, as you say. <laughs> First, as to people who had some knowledge of whether or not there was fraud, uh, everyone was telling him that the election was not stolen by fraud. And then as to the issue of what he could do legally at that point, he, he went through all the lawyer, you know, he wouldn't listen to all the lawyers in the department who, in various departments or the White House that had those responsibilities or his campaign. He would search for a lawyer who would give him uh, the advice he wanted. But I'm not even sure you would characterize what Eastman uh, said as advice. I mean, it, it'd be interesting to see, but I interpret of some of what he was saying essentially was, well, you know, it's unclear here and you can make this argument. I'm not saying the courts would accept it and so forth. Uh, and you act on that at your own hazard. Also, I don't think this defensive uh, advice of counsel uh, is going to go forward because I think okay so what he's talking about here is a possible defense that could be used by Donald Trump that he was just going along with what his lawyers were telling him to do 
But that's not, as Bill Barr is going to describe here, that's not going to hold up in court. And there's a key reason why that's not going to hold up in court. And spoiler warning, it's because Donald Trump would then have to testify to that effect. And if Donald Trump testifies, Donald Trump is fucked. Donald Trump will be charged with multiple counts of perjury on top of everything else if he ends up testifying. So good luck. You know, John Eastman is an old-time, old-school uh, bug, bugaboo of mine because he was spent the 80s campaigning about, like, sending all gay people to an island so we couldn't infect good people with AIDS and stuff. Like, yeah, that yeah. motherfucker is a 100% shit clown, dick gremlin, shit weasel motherfucker, <laughs> and I hope that they, like, put a ball and chain on him and then drop him in the ocean. <laughs> Dick Gremlin might be the name of today's show, by the way. I like it. In, in addition to being my radio name in 1981, I was Dick Gremlin in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> don't get and it wet after midnight. Exactly. Rochester. Don't feed it. Yeah. Hey, everybody, don't feed me after midnight. It's Dick Gremlin in the morning. Hey, it's 20 minutes after 7, 40 minutes till late, everybody. That was, that's who I was. All right, let's continue. But also just to, like, look at him on the yeah. day of the insurrection, like, fucking standing up there in a fucking 10-gallon hat and, like, a Gucci scarf or some shit. I mean, the, and the fucking coat buttoned up. To, I mean, like, just... Yeah. And his soft, pretty hair. I mean, just... <laughs> Fucking John Eastman suck my dick and fucking die. Like, uh. <laughs> well, let's get back to Bill Barr. How about that? Here comes Bill oh, Barr uh, saying what I what I was just saying. I think the president would have to get on the stand and subject himself to cross-examination in order to raise that. And he'd also have to waive attorney-client privilege. Oops. And, and what would happen if he got on the stand? I think, uh, I think it would not look it would not come out very well for him. Do you think it would hurt him? Oh, yes. Yes. Why do you think that? Well, because I think he'd be subject to very skilled cross-examination, and I doubt he remembers all the different versions of events he's given over the last few years. <laughs> and what you don't get in the audio version of this is Bill Barr's Cheshire Cat grin. Grin, yeah. As he's mm. saying these things. Bill Barr is so delighted by this. He's still going to vote for Donald Trump for some fucked up reason because of the progressive agenda, blah, blah, blah. I think he's just saying that or something. Yeah, well, that's what what people say about who they're going to vote for and and who they actually vote for when they're in the voting booth. Two different things. See also the Bradley effect, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so here's the next clip of uh, Bill Barr. But, I mean, when you do look at the indictment, do you you think it's something you would have brought? I I, I think... I don't know if I would have approved the indictment, but in the sense... Oh, you son of a bitch. He's a piece of shit. You weasel. He thinks this is like an open and shut case. He's like, well, no, I wouldn't have done that. I know. I never would have brought that because... Remember, he's always like, he's a careerist. He is trying to cut his jib fine enough that he can navigate this and still get a job in a future administration. Or he's he's also telling other... Republicans who are on the sort of verge between being a never Trumper and a Trumper, he's telling those people, look at my integrity. See, now I wouldn't have brought these charges, but now that they're there, you know, okay. It's like he wants it both ways is what he wants. He wants to be respected while by other Republicans who are kind of still going to vote for Donald Trump while at the same time saying, well, Donald Trump did all these awful things and uh, what am I going to do? 
So here we go. Let's get back to it here. I may have exercised discretion and not gone forward with the case. Uh, I'm also concerned about having this case going on during the election and diverting people's attention from the issues in the election. I'm also worried. It's, it's so hilarious that he thinks that there are actual issues in our presidential elections now. You think the Republicans are voting based on issues? <laughs> there are real policy people over there. Yeah, all yeah. the wonks on the Republican side, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the brainiacs who are lining up at Trump rallies. They're all about, you know, is it going to be a 39% tax rate or is it going to be 39.5? No, they're not talking about that, Bill Barr. Sorry. Adam Serwer has a message for you, Bill Barr. The cruelty is the point. <laughs> exactly right. In the election and diverting people's attention from the issues in the election. I'm also worried about, you know, what the impact is if there are acquittals uh, during, during the uh, uh, campaign. But... As a legal matter, I don't see a problem with with the indictment. I think uh, that such a weasel. See, see what he's doing here. Says he wouldn't do it, but he's got no problem with this as a legal matter. Yeah. God, these fucking craven idiots. Uh, it's not an abuse. The the uh, Department of Justice is not acting uh, to weaponize the department by proceeding against the president for a conspiracy uh, to subvert the electoral, the electoral process. Which is what Trump's attorneys are saying. And they're also saying that he was just exercising his First Amendment right here. Do you think that's a valid argument in your view? No, I really don't think that's a valid argument because, you know, as the indictment says, you know, he, he they're, they're not attacking his First Amendment right. Uh, he can say whatever he wants. He can even lie. He can even tell people that uh, that uh, the the election was was stolen when he when he knew better. But uh, that does not protect you from entering into a conspiracy. All conspiracies involve speech and all fraud involves speech. So, uh, you know, free speech doesn't give you the right to engage in a fraudulent conspiracy. So he's saying it was a fraudulent conspiracy, but which he would not prosecute himself because elections, acquittals, something, something, something. What a coward. I just, I, you know, you don't have a First Amendment right to try to, like, decapitate the Department of Justice and yeah. put your own, like, completely inexperienced tool mm -hmm. in there. What Jeffrey Clark, has he ever been? He was like an environmental lawyer, right? Yeah. He, the, the, just like happened to hitchhike onto the, uh, yeah, the, I uh, just, mm, First yeah. Amendment rights. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's insane. But Barr's got a point that like, you know, all, you know, these crimes, fraud and misrepresentation are all based in lies and lies are speech. Yeah. You do not have uh, you know, a First Amendment right to deceive people and commit mm -hmm. fraud. Mm -hmm. You do not have attorney-client privilege to conceal a crime. Yeah. It's, you know, and all this is like law school 101, mm -hmm. right, Jody? Yes. Dung-dung. <laughs> Dung-dung. <laughs> Dung-dung. There we go. Okay, we're going to take one last break and come back talk about Rudy Giuliani and more Republican election fraud right after these words. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. Called Fight the Line. Fight the line. Appropriately enough. Fight the line. Yeah. Haven't played Luna Blue in a long time. I'm glad we got this one into the rotation again. Nice. BobSuska.com. Now, is Luna Blue a person or a band? It is the name of the band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to do. Yes. And uh, I'm stumped because I can't remember the name of the singer. <laughs> Well, it's not Luna. We know that much. Yeah, I apologize to Luna Blue, of course. Uh, link in the description to support Luna Blue if you like this song. Yeah. Which I do. Should be in your record collection. All these songs should be in your record collection. All right, uh, bobseska.com slash music to submit your work to the show. Okay, getting back into things here. Uh, these two Trump allies were charged with tampering with voting machines, indicating more Republican election fraud. This is why Donald Trump keeps screaming about election fraud so that no one's looking at the fact that all the election fraud, all the in-person voter fraud that has been uncovered since 2020 have all been Republicans, all of them. So two of Donald Trump's political allies in Michigan have been charged with felonies in connection with the alleged voting oh, machine tampering. What? Here in Georgia. So I guess that case is proceeding too. But like there's another instance where they went into a polling place and fucked with the machines here in oh, Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, I think Rudy is uh, somehow connected to that, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That was one of him and Sidney Powell's things. Exactly. All right. So this is a separate case. So this is more Republican uh, voting machine tampering. Uh, a special prosecutor charged a former Republican candidate for attorney general and a former Republican state representative in the case that revolved around Trump's debunked stolen election claim, which he continues to tout. From the Associated Press, Matthew DePerno, Italian, a Republican lawyer who was endorsed by Trump in an unsuccessful run for Michigan Attorney General last year was charged with undue possession of a voting machine and conspiracy, according to Oakland County Court Records. Dare Rendon who is also a Star Wars figure in the extended universe in one of the novels. <laughs> I think. A Why do they always have these names? I, 
I think you could trace this from childhood bullying made them Republicans. <laughs> yeah. You know, because their parents gave them terrible names, Dare. Was it, their, you know, yeah. Like, it wasn't Dare Rendon, the main character in Shadows of the Empire, that video game. I don't remember. Someone's going to have to refresh my memory. But he's a former Republican. Dare Cheesebro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, and by the way, Ken Cheesebro. One of the uh, co-conspirators in the latest round of indictments. I think he's co-conspirator. Do you think maybe it's Chisebro? Uh, do you think maybe it's what? Chisebro? Uh, no. no, I'm going with Cheesebro. We're going with Cheesebro. <laughs> yeah, we're going with that. We like Cheesebro. It cheese, just sounds bro. like a, a, someone from Wisconsin at a football game, you know? Yeah, you know, right. we like, like Cheesebro. Yeah. The cheese on the, the big wedge of cheese on their head, you know? <laughs> he's the bro of cheese, right? Yeah. Dare Rendon, a former Republican state representative, <laughs> charged with conspiracy to commit undue possession of a voting machine and false pretenses. That's interesting. <sighs> I never knew that false pretenses was a thing. That just seems like something you'd accuse someone of in high school or something like that. You just write a note to your friend. I, I, yeah, he's it's operating. a military thing. Oh, like okay. having a checking out equipment under false pretenses can get you court martialed. Yeah. Like yeah. False yeah. pretenses is a yeah. Okay. But. Yeah. It's okay. like, you know, having a minor in your car under false pretenses, which, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just imagining them busting into this hotel room and there's a voting machine in the bed next to this guy in his boxer shorts going, <laughs> you know, its mother knows about this, I swear. You know? Yeah. God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that is that. More Republican mm. uh, election fraud. Right. <laughs> Jesus, these people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I asked my uh, ninth grade English teacher, a wonderful, very Southern, very gay man, uh, mm -hmm. very Jewish. I was at because I was like, what is chutzpah? And he was like, uh, chutzpah, David, right? he said, chutzpah is murdering your parents and then asking the judge for leniency because you're an orphan. An orphan. Yep, that is chutzpah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's just this whole thing with Trump. It's like, you can't, pro you're, this is election interference. You're persecuting me because I'm running for president. It's like, no, you ran for president ahead of the U.S. Marshals knocking down your door and arresting you. That's his right. election, his, his campaign is getting in the way of indictments. Yeah. What more people need to do in the mainstream press, including cable news, is to emphasize that the reason Donald Trump is using that defense is because he intentionally ran for president again or started yeah. his campaign again because he knew that he was in legal jeopardy. This the charges were about to drop. Yeah, this is entirely about manufacturing an insurance policy for himself. Yeah. Like, I'm going to run, and I may not win, but if I do... I'm going to be able to wiggle out of at least these federal charges. Has and anyone ever run again after losing for us losing their yes. first? Yeah, Grover Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, and Grover Cleveland won. Yeah. Uh, his second time around. Yeah, like he was well, thank president. Thank you for setting me straight on that point of American history. Well, yeah, he was president, lost, and then f after one term of I forget who, uh, then Grover Cleveland ran again and was elected, two non-consecutive terms as president. Okay, uh, Rudy Giuliani, this disgusting sexual harassment lawsuit, totally barfy. <laughs> maybe we should skip this one. I don't know. It's so gross. Yeah. Uh, or maybe we should do a dramatic reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, let's see. Rudy Giuliani in vile new audio transcripts, Jewish men have small cocks. What? 
That's a I, I disagree. My, I, I, my, yeah. I, I disagree. <laughs> the goth ninjas are f- say that our field research has concluded <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, um, I, 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 I beg to disagree on that, so there's that. My extensive research in that area has yeah. yielded Oof. an entirely opposite conclusion. Well, how does Rudy Giuliani know? Yeah, I mean, he's Italian, A, and two, how many Jewish penises has he seen? Yeah, exactly. And that's the immediate question that everyone should be asking. Oh, really, Rudy? Have you gone around? Have you sucked a lot of Jewish dick? (laughs) (laughs) I've got a measuring tape. I got one. It's despicable. (laughs) He's going around measuring people's penises. Yeah, I've been to the gym. I've been looking all the Jewish people. (laughs) And where does he get the idea that, like, Jewish people don't have premarital sex? Right. I, I mean, you, you want to talk about people, like Catholics are neurotic about sex. Too. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's so typical of Rudy. He's in the middle of a sexual harassment thing, and it emerges that he's anti-Semitic, too. Mm-hmm. So Rudy yeah. Giuliani sued for sexual harassment earlier this year by Noel Dumphy, a former staffer at his firm. The lawsuit including a wide array of disturbing allegations against the Trump-loving lawyer from behaving erratically while drunk to exposing himself non-consensually to demanding oh. sexual favors. <laughs> Oh, God. Why, why would he think that everyone, anyone would go, oh, my God, that oh, the, p- panties flying off as soon as you power. see Rudy naked. Let me right? just power. jump right on that. You know? <laughs> it's power. He thought it was power because he, had, he was the mayor. Yeah. It, it's a power play completely and utterly because, hey, I'm the mayor and they're going to like that. You know, and some women do. Some men do. I mean, yeah. it's it's. But he's never been able to keep his pants on. Didn't his no. last two marriages end? Yeah, he uh, had affairs. Yeah, and also in the Borat movie, for God's sake. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> Quote. So apparently, all we have to do is get him drunk and, like, show him a woman, and he will fucking drop trow and be <laughs> like, and we'll get millions. We'll sue. Quote, Jewish men have small cocks because they can't use them after they get married. What? That's in the transcript. What? Whereas the Italian use them all their lives so they get bigger. I don't understand. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. I, I'm half Italian. I can assure you my penis has not gotten bigger over the years. It's been the same all this time, except when I went from being a little boy to a teenager, and then, well, you know, the normal thing If happens. we're going to get on this topic, I mean, you are a big dude. We're, we're all, it's the question that nobody will ask you, Bob. <laughs> You're going to have to ask Kimberly because I'm not going to answer but she oh, next time I'm on your show, you bet I will. <laughs> she, she may answer that question, and I'd be okay with that. Uh, let's get back to Rudy Giuliani. I bet it's though. bigger than Elon's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really, um, in that instance, uh, well, if you, uh, if you look at it, it's from certain angles. It, 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 it's sort of large. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Giuliani railed against how Jewish people, quote, want to go through that freaking Passover all the time and how they should get over the Passover. Because the whole once a year thing? 3,000 years ago. Okay, the Red Sea parted, he said. Big deal. Not the first time that happened. Oh, and Rudy Giuliani probably remembers that firsthand. Like, I remember the first time because I was there. I saw it. I drew a picture of it. I took out my penis and exposed my penis to it. That Moses, he was a punk, you know? <laughs> I mean, what a thoroughly disgusting man. Yeah. I mean, just and everything we know about him only confirms what we, but it's just like it's serially wildly inappropriate. I mean, how is someone this mediocre and this 
just out of control this high in mm. any universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just it just goes to show you that like the white men with the right connections and money, no matter how stupid and venal and corrupt and dishonest and morally bankrupt they are, they keep failing up. So uh, he also called Matt Damon an F word in the transcript. That's nice. Not fuck the other F word. Oh, no, that's we've even tried. nicer, yeah. Matt Damon is a nice straight boy. <laughs> he was hilarious in the episode of Will and Grace where he was pretending to be gay. He's playing a character who's pretending to be gay so he could be in a gay men's choir. Yeah. Because right. it was the best choir, I remember right? that. Yeah, and like, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Holy Anne, hey, she's straight. You know, yeah. <laughs> so um, Matt Damon is, he also said, Matt Damon is also five foot two inches, eyes are blue, coochie, coochie, coo. That's a direct Whatever, quote. dude. Do you know how many people would rather fuck Matt Damon than you? <laughs> like, everyone on the planet? No shit. Fact check. Like, door number one is Matt Damon. Door number two is Rudy Giuliani. You yeah. get to walk through one naked. Everyone. I, we're fucking Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> fact, fact check. Matt Damon is 5'10", not 5'2". But, you know. Yeah, he's tall, actually, for an actor. <laughs> As just we're getting into the weeds of things then. Uh, so more of the transcript. Come here, big tits, Rudy Giuliani said. Come here, big Your tits belong to me. Give them to me. Then in something indiscernible. I I want to claim my tits. I want to claim my tits. He says again, I want to claim my tits. These are my tits. And then is he fucking singing their black eyed peas? I don't know. You know? Is that what that <laughs> my tumps, my humps, my lovely lady? I mean, it's like it's my tits, my tits, my tits. I just, god damn it, dude. Were you not breastfed or something? What's <laughs> your problem? <laughs> He's the, just, I mean, ugh. And then Miss Dumpy so says, gross. Miss Dumpy says, oh yeah. And then Mr. Giuliani says, these breasts belong to me. Nobody else can get near these, okay? I don't care if they're flirting or they give you business cards. These are mine. You got it? And then Miss Dumphy says, yes. And then Mr. Giuliani says, understand? I'm very fucking possessive. I've gone easy on you. And then Miss Dumphy says, I don't know. And then Mr. Giuliani says, I've been easy on you. Okay, I'm going to read it again and imagine that he is stroking a pair of brand new silicone implants on his oh own chest. God. No, read it again. Oh, this is horrendous. <laughs> oh, I'm not he's gonna... looking in the mirror, reading, he's like, these are my tits. Nobody else can touch them. I, can pay you. <laughs> I want to claim it's... my tits, as he says here. Oh, God. Oh, this it's is horrendous. Very it... Silence of the Lambs, but please. This yeah. is the family values party, right? They're all little Caligulas that want to shit in a gold toilet. Of course, which is why they're so obsessed with cracking down on trans people and the LGBTQ community, because they're they're so desperately repressed, aren't they? I mean, that's that's the thing with these people have sex with us voluntarily. Yeah, yeah. You know, without having to be coerced or locked in the office or threatened with law. You know, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're not signing NDAs (laughs) before you talk to people. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. More to come on the uh, Shatter Docket Show on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Bob Seska Show. By the way, if you're a Patreon subscriber, I posted a special message on there. There's apparently another problem, and everyone's complaining about it with the Patreon payment system. So go look at that. <laughs> We're back to that again. They still haven't All fixed it. All of Astral it. Summer subscribers went through this month. Neener. <laughs> oh, shut My up, people are good you. kids. <laughs> Damn you, T-Rex. Why I order? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people, I mean, one person was complaining they had 300 declines. Wow. It's insane. So, I don't and even have 300 subscribers, gang. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have anything to do with your accounts or your credit cards or anything like that. It has nothing to do with me. This is a Patreon problem, and I hope they fix it once and for all. Nevertheless, there will still be a Shatterdocket show coming up right after this music is done playing. That's what we do every Tuesday and Thursday. All the crap we can't get to on the free portion of the show, we put into the Shatterdocket, plus a whole lot more. I think we're going to talk a little bit about the Republican reaction to the Devin Archer testimony and how it's false. Yep. Philip Bump at the Washington Post did a fact check, said they're full of shit. So we'll talk about that. Oh, we should just mention here that Ron DeSantis vowed to slit the throats of federal workers if he becomes president. Yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, these are Americans, real Americans with real jobs. Yeah, but these are his real thoughts. This is like letting letting DeSantis be DeSantis. Yeah. (laughs) Like, right. Yeah, I want to cut people's throats, and I want I want a volcano and yeah. a fortress and a hideout, and yeah, he's <laughs> like a creepy little man who never grew up. He's got like yeah, yeah, doesn't know how to talk to people. He has a laugh that is as terrifying as the fucking crypt keeper. Yeah, it is. so yeah, yeah. Well, we've got uh, RFK Junior news. Bad news for RFK Junior. Bad news. Mm. Bad bad news for Cornell West as well. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, uh, oh my God, so many dum-dums. So many dum-dums. This new CNN poll is out showing economic pessimism. Wise up, people. Read the news. Why don't you? All right, patreon.com slash Bob Show. See you there.